Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security and tech-focused podcast that looks at the ideas, patterns, and models that help you thrive in a changing world. All right, welcome to episode 366. This is Daniel Miesler, and this is my real voice as opposed to a deepfake. The response to last week's episode was insane. Everybody almost universally basically said, that was amazing. Never do it again. It was like, I should have just started with it and shown how you could do it a little bit and just switched my regular voice because yeah, people did not want to hear that for the entire episode. So apologies for that. I did this before, like two years ago, maybe, maybe even three or four years ago. And, uh, it was fun. Then it was, it was not a deep fake. It was just an AI voice and it was okay for like the first five minutes. And then eventually you're just like, I cannot listen to this. So I will try that experiment again in like maybe two years or something. Once it gets really, really good. If it's so good that you can't tell the difference, but unfortunately, even though the tone was correct, like the timing and the tempo and everything was wrong. So yeah, highly annoying. Um, but I'm back with a regular voice starting off with security news, another T-Mobile breach. So T-Mobile just had another security breach. This one affecting 37 million accounts. They haven't described the issue yet, but they said it was an API problem, which points me to it probably being an IDOR, which is where if your account is like 1298, you can manually change your request to like 1299 and pull a different user's data. So then you just rotate through those numbers and you pull all these different accounts. And that absolutely should not be happening in a modern web application. And in other news, API security companies are doing really well right now. All right, next one here, Canary Cards. You can now use credit cards as Canary Tokens. So you can go for free to canarytokens.org and you'll get a valid credit card with a number, expiration date, and CVC. And anytime somebody tries to use that credit card, you will get a notification. So you could put it throughout your organization or hidden in an app or in a database or whatever. So really, really cool. Hook malware. There's a new piece of Android malware called Hook that allows attackers to fully control your Android phone. It's created by the publisher of Ermac, an Android banking Trojan that sells for five grand a month. But Hook has the additional feature of being able to control the affected device over VNC. Office to OneNote. Attackers are now spreading malware through Microsoft OneNote attachments. And this comes after Microsoft disabled macros by default in the more standard Office formats and file extensions. Cobalt to Silver. Many attackers are migrating from Cobalt Strike to the more defender-focused Silver C2 framework. The primary reason seems to be that Cobalt Strike is simply too loud at this point due to how many tools have detections for it. And Git patch to critical RCEs. So you definitely want to update to the latest version of Git. Technology news, an actual smart assistant. Somebody built a smart home assistant using ChatGPT, and it is way better than either Siri or Alexa or any of those other ones, the Google one. This thing is insane. And of course it does take some programming and this was like a DIY type situation, but basically he linked up, uh, iOS shortcuts with GPT. And, uh, basically was able to invoke this thing and ask questions and basically have a conversation with 
the home assistant. So you could just, it was multi-step. You could just interact with it. It was really, really cool. I actually downloaded the shortcut and, and messed with it a little bit. It worked a little bit, but it was a little bit kludgy. I can't wait to see this become more mainstream and actually stable with plenty of use cases. The layoffs have continued in tech through January. And in fact, the number of people laid off this month is the highest in 12 months. I feel like the volume of layoffs has provided cover to those who wanted to do some, but didn't want the bad PR. And now there are so many people laying off workers that they're like, everyone's doing it, so we have cover. Very unfortunate. And I've got the stats link here to layoffs.fyi, which is the best layoff tracker that I've seen. New MacBook Pros. They announced the new MacBook Pros with M2 Pro and M2 Max chips. And now the Max can actually be fitted with 96 gigs of RAM. 96 gigs of RAM in a laptop. And actually, they announced the Mac Minis as well, and those go up to 32 gigs of RAM. Insane. Human news. A new study has revealed the average age that men and women have conceived for the last 250,000 years. Quote, the average age that humans had children throughout the last 250,000 years is 26.9. Furthermore, fathers were consistently older at 30.7 years on average than mothers at 23.2 years on average. But the age gap has shrunk in the last 5,000 years with the study's most recent estimates of maternal age, averaging 26.4 years. Insane study. They're basically looking at mutations that are taking place, and they could tell exactly when the mutations happen relative to when you were born or conceived. So really, really cool. A new study with Huberman, actually as a co-author, has shown that breathing-based activities improve mood and physiological arousal more than mindfulness meditation. And the best performer was exhale-focused cyclic sighing, which is a series of prolonged exhalations. And if you've seen Huberman recently, I think he had an episode on this. You basically breathe out all you can, and then when you can't do any more, you do one little push, an additional push outward. Then you do this long, protracted, inhale as well and you just do that for multiple cycles evidently it's really good I, i've used it for a while i used it because of wim hof but yeah really cool uh, technique to combine with meditation in my case a researcher at the university of chicago published a paper that shows how gdp correlates to nighttime lighting as visible from satellites so he's you know looking at all the satellite imagery and can see the lights and then he could see the claims of GDP from all these different countries. And in the democratic countries, the claims of GDP and the lighting match. And in the autocratic countries, they do not match. They are below the claims of the GDP rebound. Really fascinating research. A report shows that the number of newly created podcasts between 2020 and 2022 dropped by 80%. And 10 people were killed by a 72-year-old gunman during a Lunar New Year's Eve party in Monterey Park, California. The city is the home to the first majority Asian town in the U.S., and the attacker was identified as Hu Can Tran. No motive has been established. Ideas and analysis. OpenAI's purpose is to build AGI, and what that means, that's a new essay I've just written. Your experience is your creativity. It's another new essay I've written. 
and how to contact and interact with a mentor. This is a Twitter thread and a blog post as well. And uh, next idea here, I'm starting to see climate change like automobile safety. Telling people to drive better didn't do nearly as much as making safer cars. So I think it will be the same with climate change. Carbon extraction will turn out to be far more effective than policy. And of course, we, we still need both, but I think we might actually have to go with a technical route in this case, because it's simply too hard to change behavior. And it's really hard to go into a brand new developing country, or maybe it's not brand new, but a, a developing country who's just now getting automobiles and tell them, hey, you can't have those. You must wait for electric. That's just not going to happen. And continuing on with the automobile analogy, it's a lot like telling an 18-year-old boy that he can't drive fast. You just have to be more mature and uh, use good judgment or whatever. And don't hit the gas pedal. Just drive very slow. You cannot ask that of somebody in their youth, whether it's a young kid or a young country. People who are just starting out and have a lot of catching up to do in their own minds, they're going to do what they're going to do. So we have to find other ways to apply controls. Notes, I've been off routine for a number of weeks now, and it really sucks. Primary cause is sleep cycle, but I've almost got it back on schedule. I'm at the point of just using brute force to adhere to basically uh, 11 at night to 7 in the morning. Just want to let people know that just because I made a routine doesn't mean I don't struggle sometimes to stay on it. And if you're struggling, you know, just get back on. I'm pretty close. Should be good to go this week. In better health news, my table tennis is probably the best it's ever been. I'm beating people at my local club that I couldn't even score points on previously. And this is because I've been eating better and working out fairly consistently, even though I'm not perfectly on routine, which allows me to stay super low and fast and dynamic during points. Table tennis is like the best sport to me. It's basically like martial arts with speed and spin. And I overtuned my WAF last week and started blocking people, including myself, out of my own site. That was fun. Uh, easy to fix, but it surprised me that benign users hit xmlrpc.php that many times during a normal session. But easy enough to deal with. And I'm going to be talking in our community this week about a technique I'm using to generate security reports using GPT. Really excited about this as a way to organize assessments and reduce writing time. I'm estimating that it'll raise quality and consistency by like 20% or 25%, and then reduce writing time by like 50%. Maybe even more, maybe like 75%. But I'm going to share the details in Slack this week so others can copy the technique. Discovery. PDTM, the Project Discovery Tools Manager. Manage all your PD tools in one place. You basically just run PDTM switch, switch, install, switch all, and it installs all the project discovery tools. Really cool. OctoSuite, an OSINT tool that targets GitHub organizations, repositories, and users. It branches out from the code to the people who contribute, finds the links between them, and gathers all the content together for further exploration. And this thing is by Bellingcat. Kaido, 
There's a new Zap and Burp competitor called Kaido. It's a Rust-based tool for auditing web applications and emphasizes speed, stability, and honestly, youth over existing players. It's essentially an argument that Burp is getting old and uh, Zap is, I don't know, it's been around for a long time too. And they're just bringing a new look, new feel, Rust-based, feels very fast. I, uh, I rather like it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to replace Burp for me, but I will have a go at it. Curl Converter, convert curl commands to various languages. Gecko Board, I've been looking for a charting solution for ages, and this one promises a real-time dashboard in minutes using over 80 integrations. There's some kind of paid thing. Um, not sure exactly how much that was. I think it was maybe $10 a month. Summate.it, summate it, paste in an article URL, and it'll use GPT to turn it into a bulleted summary. And I tried this with uh, a number of different articles from different sources. Works really well. I love a bulleted format. There's a new podcast, fantastically named Critical Thinking, about bug bounties. It's by Rhinorator and TechnoGeek. And the music was by Whitey Cracker. Really good intro music to this podcast. And I've listened to one episode so far. And if you're into the bounty scene, this thing is a must. Really, really good show. A longtime UL member, Joshua Pesquet, wrote a fantastic piece about a character.ai character called iPassButter. He talks about how the bot is seriously compelling as a conversationalist and how bots might turn out to be better chat companions than humans for many people. Absolutely worth the read. Although I did dock points for him for not hosting it on his own blog. I think he has it over there on LinkedIn. Got a desktop set up here, centered around an iPad as the computer. It's got the full ergonomic layout and everything on an iPad. Not sure I can do that yet. Although I hear the software is supposed to be able to do that maybe next year or the, later this year. So we'll see. My buddy Jason Haddix did an awesome thread correlating high-profile breaches and the controls that could have helped them. Definitely want to check that out in the newsletter. And the recommendation of the week. There's something like sunk cost fallacy happening when you beat yourself up about falling out of your routine. It's like not planting a tree 30 years ago. It doesn't matter. Today's a new day and a new opportunity to do what you know is best for you. So go do it. And the aphorism for the week. Imagination means nothing without doing. Imagination means nothing without doing. Charles Spencer Chaplin. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time. Thank you.